0: Hello there. Welcome to the show. This is Common Sense Fitness. My name is Dave. And
1: I'm Erin. And this is the show where we talk about health, fitness, and well-being. We take away the hype and we talk about how to take a common sense approach.
0: It finally happened, Erin. I know. You got that. Coronavirus! Mm. (laughs) I love it. How are you
1: feeling? Uh, Look, much better than I was. It was not fun.
0: What was your experience like?
1: Uh, Did not want to get off the couch for a week.
0: Okay. Muscle aches.
1: Yeah, and just kind of upset stomach okay. and head felt like it was going to explode. Like You know the cartoon cat that turns red in the head and the steam comes out of his ears? That was you? That was me, yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. Delightful. Rating. Not not recommended. Rating out of 10? Uh, negatives. Okay. Negative 1 billion. All right.
0: Would not recommend.
1: Would not recommend.
0: I have managed to dodge Coronavirus. as of now, but... <laughs> it. It feels like there's a big wave at the moment.
1: That's what... So I rang my doctor and they said, um, yeah, they're seeing lots around mm-hmm. again. So uh, you can go ahead and drink that hand sanitizer. Might yeah. help. Why not? Why not? What could go wrong? I
0: don't know. Give me the runs.
1: <laughs> or you get real drunk.
0: Yeah. Uh, that too.
1: Okay. I are <laughs> to bu- not mutually exclusive. I was trying I to build a segue
0: there. I was trying to build oh, a segue.
1: <laughs> my apologies. <laughs>
0: Because speaking of running, <laughs> <laughs> um, that's what you come to this show for is our cheesy segues. Speaking of running, <laughs> we're going to talk a little bit about running today yeah. on the show.
1: Something uh, you're an expert in. I
0: don't know about an expert. Oh, I think so. I have some knowledge in the field.
1: You run way farther in one run than I have ever run in my life. Uh, uh, now, how's your triathlon trailing- training coming? Uh
0: I keep meaning to. Th- yeah. I was, went to the shops before <laughs> and I was like I need to ask Erin about that
1: it needs to restart okay which is convenient
0: look to be fair you've been sick you've got other work commitments things mm. happening when is it again
1: uh, end of May now it was supposed to be this past weekend
0: oh wow okay yeah.
1: but they moved it because of the floods
0: oh okay so have you got on a bike yet
1: no okay I'm only doing the run leg oh yeah, It's a team try. Oh, um, okay. Yeah.
0: Okay. That's less, I'm less Horrifying. stressed for you now. Yes. I was like, is there man in the pool? We have been in the pool a little bit, and then a fair bit. You've been swimming up actually quite far, um, but it was the bike click I was worried about. Yeah. Um, I
1: don't own a bike, so. Okay. Yeah, it that would was, have been harder.
0: That was what I was worried about. It's like, <laughs> I actually don't believe that Aaron possesses a bike.
1: I you do can, not.
0: Can borrow my e bike, but
1: um I think they frown on that. Yeah. In I, competitive situations. I did a
0: sprint triathlon one time and there was someone had a unicorn bike. It was like, is this Stop. like she was obviously doing it just for shits and giggles. Uh it was this full, tricked out, like low rider, lean yes. back thing with a unicorn hand on the front and like um tinsel handles. It's
1: delightful. That does sound delightful. Yep. Yeah. I would ride that bike in a on Yeah. She
0: had a, she's having a good time. Brought some smiles. Good.
1: Excellent. But yes, I need to get back running. Yeah. that Help. Help.
0: <laughs> in today's show, we're going to cover a little bit about starting running or restarting running.
1: Mm. And I'm in
0: the process of restarting running as well. Uh, I've got a 50K to do in July. Yeah, you crazy. So I'm kind of getting to the point and I haven't really been doing a lot. I've been um, acknowledging the bar for not a lot is different (laughs) for everyone. Like I've done a few 15, 16 K runs, but in the scope of 50 Ks and not very regularly, it's not a lot. So um, it's all relative. Indeed, indeed. We're going to start from sort of the base level today of if you really haven't run before or it's been a hot minute since you have run, we're going to talk about a few little tips and tricks that you might be able to employ to get back into that journey or to start that journey and set yourself up for success rather than for a really bad time.
1: Yeah, because I think actually a lot of people do. There's this, I've seen it a thousand times, people think, oh, I need to start exercising. I want to get fit. Running is easy. Well, running is accessible for most people. You don't need a lot of equipment. You can do it in many places. But um,
0: I think that's a good distinction to draw. It's between easy and accessible. Yeah. It can be really accessible. And it can be
1: Well, what we want to do here is outline how to make it easy to get started. Yes. Or easier. Easier. Yeah. Yeah because it's still work. It's always going to be work. And that's the thing about exercise, right? Is that I think there's, it's important to acknowledge that too, that Mm. you got to move your body and that takes some effort, Mm, mm. but it can be not horrible.
0: Yeah, exactly. And that's what we're trying to, what we'll hopefully cover today is um, some stuff to not make it terrible for you. Mm. So before you even get started, look, there's probably a few different things you need to consider. Um, Weather, time of day, you don't want to go running in the middle of Brisbane in the middle of summer. Um, you will not have a good time. I'm constantly yelling out my car window when it's up. I'm like yelling at people <laughs> in the middle of January what in are Brisbane you doing? at midday running. I'm like, what are you doing? It's- go home.
1: Yes. That is the recipe for heat stroke. Yeah.
0: Think about when you're running. Think about where you're going to run. Do a little bit of recon. If you're on a new running route, whether you go to a park or whether you're going along a trail, just go for a walk.
1: Yeah, Start check out it out. easy
0: with a walk and just check it out. Or go to, go do a drive-by. Um, the most awkward thing sometimes you can set yourself up is you've got your your runners on, you've got your nice new outfit on, you've got your AirPods in, and then you're like, I don't know where I'm going yep. or what I'm doing, and it can just feel really awkward. So make sure you know. Quite yeah, have where a you, plan. Have a plan. Yeah, of where go. totally. Have some good footwear, if nothing else. Like running, probably the only thing you really need is just some decent footwear. Um, the rest is pretty... Whatever, mm. you know? and
1: to be honest, you can even get by without that short term. Yeah. It,
0: You're the healthcare professional here, so short I'll term, take your, <laughs> I, take your work. I, This
1: is not me saying <laughs> that um, you should, yeah. You want to find what's going to work for your feet and your, yes. your body, but don't let a lack of the hottest new runners out there no. be your limiting factor.
0: No, 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 and maybe we can talk a little bit about that later on um but yeah definitely dollars don't equal the best but make Ooh. sure you've at least got some some shoes that are comfortable and yeah. reasonably supported. absolutely for you. yeah um that's that's always a good thing um but yeah the rest doesn't matter look it's literally me getting around in my two dollar um two dollar kmart pants and singlet and stuff like that so that's yeah you don't need to be going out there buying a heap of stuff uh okay you've got your equipment and you kind of know where you're going to be running and what time of day how are we going to start
1: um i start with a sprint usually because i'm an idiot how do fast you re- can i run do you really no um but i do often catch myself i suppose running faster than i should be if i was going to maintain like i can't maintain a pace yeah uh, and the pace, uh, I can't maintain the pace that I start with because yeah. I'm feeling good and let's yeah. go running. And then four minutes in, I think this is stupid and I hate it. Mm-hmm. This is why I'm not a runner also. Uh, so yeah, probably slowing down a little bit has been a big lesson for me. Huge.
0: Yeah, I'm. I'm probably blessed that my body is very... As if I go out running, even without a watch, knowing exactly how fast I'm running, it'll settle directly into like That's just kind of marathon mode,
1: which de- freakish
0: Which, depending on what I actually of. want to do can be good or bad. <laughs> yeah. If I'm wanting to go for a fast run, I have to really exert myself, but my body just knows that rhythm. It's like, okay, yeah, this is about this fast and we're just going to plot along. Yeah. Um, but you are hundred percent correct. I think most people go out there and they've got some Rocky Balboa vision in their mind mm-hmm. of um, just going for it And the reality of starting, it, it's a high impact, for, you know, if you're starting running, it's a brand new feeling and a brand new movement pattern, Absolutely. even if it's been a period of time, like if it's been over a couple of months, you need to ease yourself back into it. And, mm-hmm. and I've done this journey so many times now that I know... I've mentioned this before in previous podcasts. If it's been three months and I haven't been running regularly, I know it's going to suck for the first two weeks and I'm going to have to kind of eat some humble pie for a bit yep. to to really get back into that routine before things will feel good for me again. So I'm standing there ready to go at the track. First thing I'd say is start walking. That's your first thing you're going to do. That's
1: very slow. Yep. Yep.
0: And that's what you want to do. Go for a bit of a walk. Yeah. Go for a bit of a walk. Start walking, get your body moving, jump out of the car. You don't want to just start sprinting, okay? Um, wait for the mood to strike you or, or have some sort of guideline being like, okay, I'm... It's
1: funny that you say that because I feel like, especially over the last couple of years when I have played around with going for runs on a regular uh-huh. basis, I do have those moments you're out there and you're like, all right, I'm good to go now.
0: So that's the whole concept of fartlek, which is a Swedish mood. Uh, word which means speed play and very often you'll see it very formulaically laid out in running which is like a series of sprints and intervals yeah that's core foundation it actually it's Pinned back to the terrain in Sweden or you know the Nordic countries, and it's kind of very hilly and flatty and up and down, and it just basically is just like running with the flow of everything. So if you feel like going fast, you go fast. If you feel like walking or being slow, you can do that. That's sort of what it's. Really I did
1: curious. not know that at all. Yeah, that's yeah. really interesting. Yeah, because most yeah. people
0: have it. There's a westernized, really formulaic, uh, like session that that's most people do, which what is I've always been told, kind of torturous. It's horrible. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, look, I would say for most people, starting out with a a one to one or one to two ratio of work and rest. So you maybe you will walk, start walking for a minute, run for thirty seconds, mm. walk for a minute, run thirty seconds. It depends on your base level of fitness, but find some ratio in there. It might be more one to one. It might be like walk for thirty seconds, run for thirty seconds, walk run. Uh, It might be walk for two minutes, run for a minute, have a bit of a play around. And there's heaps of different plans online or or different sort of structures you can can find. Um, But I would say just listen to your body, you know. Yeah. Get warm, have a go at a a little jog, and it should should just be a little jog. And look, for me, I think the difference between a jog and a run, yeah, it's kind of the same thing really. Effort
1: though? Yeah. I feel like for me, if I was talking to a client who had difficulty discerning that or wasn't really used to that, used to the effort, um, your run should feel a little bit more effortful, mm-hmm. I think, than your jog. And I know that doesn't sound like it's maybe a big distinction, but mm. it, I really, I would really like to emphasize that jog is very easy. Yes. Easy. Yes. Like you should it's the talk test. You should be able to have a conversation as you're going.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So that's probably yeah, a good uh good check in. If you can if you can talk in broken sentences. Complete sentences, broken I I don't know where we're drawing the line with this. Yeah,
1: well look, the the ACSM talk test is that you can carry on the conversation. They're not overly specific about that. Okay, okay.
0: So on the weekend I had to And then I had to. Okay, if you can carry on a conversation, that's what we're aiming for in this initial bit. Is just getting you going. By the end of, you know, your first little bit of running, it you might be a little bit shorter of breath as you're starting to. Fit yeah, to absolutely. Um, and that probably leads us into how long this sort of first session should last.
1: Absolutely, that's um, a great. What do you think?
0: Yeah, look, I. It's very personal, down to who it is and their conditioning, but I would say anything as little as ten minutes for a whole run like mm-hmm. from uh, you getting warm go for a couple of intervals for me when you start running feeling successful and just showing up more than once that's huge is the mark of success absolutely so if you walk away from that first session going oh, that was underwhelming and easy I go cool that's fine that's such Come a great point and do it again yeah
1: that's such a great point because we're looking at this as a longevity thing yeah. right
0: I don't when I used to have my running groups I would almost purposefully set up people who were not feeling very confident in a space where they just couldn't fail. I would just set that bar so low for them. Yeah. Not as a demeaning thing, but just to make for them to go, Oh, Oh, okay. That wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be because they're probably going to feel the whole of the anxiety and uncertainty and should I be here? And is this the thing for me? So the sooner we can kind of squash that down and go, actually, no, this is fine. You can do this the better. Yeah. So as I would say, as little as 10 minutes from start to end, you're fine if you're conditioned and you've got a bit more fitness behind you, you know, you could go a little bit longer, but I'd be pretty hesitant to go much more than probably a 20 minute session. Yeah. yeah, If you're just going back in there and that would incorporate a fair amount of rest. I'm not talking about 20 minutes of flat out running. No, that's the
1: cumulative.
0: Yeah, exactly. Well, As you
1: say, from that very start, you get out of the car, you got 20 minutes to do your thing.
0: Exactly. So that uh, you don't want to be going too hard, too fast. Um, because that is just going to lead you down a path you don't want to go down.
1: Yeah. And how often should you be going, do you reckon? Um,
0: if uh, if you're going into running and assuming that you're not doing any other really strenuous regular exercise, yep. you know, you might go to the gym once or twice a week. I, I would probably aim for three times a week. Okay. If that fits in with your lifestyle. Yep. Um, if you can squeeze in those three... 15 20 minute sessions you just need to build some movement into your movement into your body get your body used to that movement get yeah. your heart used to that feeling you might experience the lung burning which was one of the big things that stopped me okay. when i first started running i don't know 8 years ago yeah right was i just didn't have the cardio capacity and you get that like you know my lungs are on fire yeah. feeling which the, the the long and the short of it is there's no way Pass that apart from just doing it and you know, it doesn't have to be torturous. You don't need to endure it for 20 minutes. That's where you're breaking it up a little bit, Mm -hmm. but as your body starts to adapt to that. So I would say three times a week. um, Yeah. You could do two. Yeah. You could do four. I probably wouldn't want to do any more than that though, because you're going to probably start to, you know, you need to have some recovery time in there as well. Absolutely. Yeah. Warming up and cooling down. um, There's different schools of thought on this. I would say, <sighs> Me personally, I tend to do a fairly minimal warm up. I will do some mobilisation through my hips,
1: like and stretches, ham-swing. kind of.
0: Yeah, usually dynamic stuff. Okay. So leg swings, uh, hip openers, where you're sort of lifting your knee up and like opening the gate and closing the gate, yeah. all those sorts of things. Some ankle rotations, bringing the all the beautiful synovial fluid through to your joints, which helps to lubricate our movement. Um, if something's really tight, might do a little bit of static stuff, but probably more importantly, it- I would spend the first third from when I did my running coaching. The general rule of thumb we were told was that basically the first third of your cl- your like session should be a warm up. Okay. In whatever way that is, it doesn't yeah. mean you need to stretch if you're going for twenty uh, for half an hour. Let's say it doesn't mean you need to stretch for ten minutes. Right. But that first ten minutes might incorporate three or four minutes of stretching or mobility, and then light work yeah. before you really start get going. Yeah,
1: and that's part of your walking, and that's yeah. part of your exactly. If you're Joggle as... Joggle,
0: yeah. Yeah, Yeah. the joggle, shuffle. Yep, Yep. it's a bit of a shuffle. So if I'm going out on a longer run, if I'm going out for an hour, probably that first five to 10 minutes, I'm going to run a little bit slower than the rest of the time yeah, just to let my body warm up and everything kind of like... It's like warming the engine of your car. Right,
1: realizing what is happening to me. Oh God, this is really happening to me.
0: settle into the groove. (laughs) Um, I would say that warm up, as long as you ease in fairly slowly probably the cool down I reckon is probably more important or the post care from a longevity Yeah, Uh, important to not just stop dead and then just sit on a desk or something for the rest of the
1: day. Look, I a thousand percent agree with that. I think that's where we can make the most gains and keep ourselves uh, the healthiest, you know, minimize our risk. Mm. Yeah, for sure.
0: Yeah. So common things you're probably looking out for with running are going to be anything leg related really Mm. Uh, probably going to be, glutes, hamstrings, knees, plantar fasciitis, all those sorts of things which is generally caused by a shortening of muscles or tightening of muscles. So the more you can do some mobility, whether it's just some quad stretches, some hamstring stretches, some glute stretches at the end of your session while everything's still nice and warm yep. and ready to go, yep. then that's going to be you know, much, yeah. much better for you. And
1: the great argument there for film rolling – And foam rolling especially um, It's You know It's kind of a simulated massage And it Mm. will It will help promote circulation Into those muscles Which Is just a huge help in recovery So Mm. the more blood you can get in The more oxygen you can get to those muscles The more nutrients you can get The the quicker that repair process starts Mm. Um, And After is great
0: Exactly And both rolling And massage is something that I neglected for so so long In my running journey, it was probably a good year to 18 months before I just, I didn't even think I needed them. Like it sounds so, it feels so dumb (laughs) in retrospect, me now having such a journey with both massage, rolling, triggering, yoga, and knowing how much it is needed within my body to now look back and go... I wasn't doing any of that. And then I got really surprised when my knee fully seized up and I couldn't move.
1: Yeah. Look, that, and that's generally what happens, right? We go mm. along and we think we're doing enough. And then all of a sudden, uh, uh-uh. yeah. Yeah.
0: So you heard it here first, please get, get into some sort of routine there. I would say absolutely. You need to have a, a remedial therapist or EP or someone on your side in the reasonably early stages mm, to, yeah. you know, I'm not necessarily talking first session, but maybe in those, fir- probably in that first six to eight weeks, yeah, if you're reg- running regularly to just check in, they're probably going to be able to feel some tightness before you maybe uh, and work through that. And there's a lot to be said about preventative care as well, not just
1: absolutely post care. Yeah. Look, you get to do all the fun stuff a lot longer when you don't get injured in the first place yeah yeah that's the whole point of it yeah really yeah Yeah. um okay so if i'm gonna do a 5k a 10k a crazy 50k 250k whatever if i'm gonna run that far Mm. what do i need to do first time out so i've got this triathlon and i'm i've never run 10k in my life have you never i have never
0: you've never have what's the furthest you've run probably about seven okay i'd say you're fine but when was that seven
1: uh a couple months ago Oh, really? Yeah.
0: Oh, you're fine then. Okay. Oh, you're, God you're, help me though. No, you're relatively close enough that that's like, Look, you know, there's I, not a I whole know that you
1: can kind of power through those last bits. Yeah. But, you know, for me, the lead in, because I, you know, I didn't really, I know enough about exercise in general that mm-hmm. I could kind of ease my way in, mm. but I am kind of going into it blind too. Mm. So if you had a complete newbie. Mm -hmm. Never run before. If you were going to do that couch to 5k Dave style program with them, Mm. what are you telling them?
0: Getting your distances up is probably a lot like building a brick wall, but maybe like a, maybe like a pyramid. Okay. So the bottom layers of the foundation layers are probably a lot more work. Yeah. Things within reason. And then at some point the pyramid then, inverts and stacks upon itself and does other weird things when you get to the other <laughs> end but the initial I, I remember distinctly the joy when I was able to run three kilometers yeah like unbroken I, or even a kilometer and a half I remember that I think I, like when I first started running with basically no fitness at all I wasn't at the gym I wasn't in the industry at all and trying to run like 600 meters was mammoth effort yeah um and then yeah, getting up to three Ks was incredible for me, and yeah. I was like, "Wow, this is such a you know, a, a impressive thing." And it really is, and I think people underestimate yeah how much you achieve by that. But if you just keep yeah. chipping away at it, turn up, get that base level stuff. So take those initial first five Ks. I would say at like five hundred meter intervals. Okay, just throughout your sessions, you know, like you're probably gonna want um, at a broad stroke, you could. You know, an average person, assuming they're reasonably healthy and otherwise, could probably get to 5K comfortably within three months, like a 12-week plan. Yeah, okay,
1: yeah. Yeah.
0: 10 to to 12, some plans might be eight-week, you know. Mm. And I would say some of the couch to 5K programs are generally pretty good. Um, There's quite a few out there that'll give you a a really specific, on this day, run this far, this is rest day. And you can check those out. And I think that there's no perfect approach. So, unless you're working with a coach, they can be a really good place to start. Mm Mm-hmm. So once you've kind of built up and you've taken that build up from zero to five K as little little increments and you're kind of comfortably running five K, then you're probably gonna start to look beyond. And I think actually the five to ten K leap is also pretty massive.
1: You know, I that's been really my experience. Like I said, I haven't hit more than that seven K mark and getting to that five K and much as you described, kind of looking at it as right, well, this week I'm gonna try and run three K twi- mm-hmm. two or three times a week. And mm. then next week I'm going to try and run three and a half K two or three times a week. You've it, added a
0: whole extra kilometer. Oh yeah. Which is one sixth of your load on there. Like yeah, rel- it's actually a lot. Yeah,
1: absolutely. Um, and I kind of, I've been kind of hanging out for that, getting to that five K mark, feeling good mm. and thinking that, well, you know, it should start to get a little bit easier from here. And it was not, it wasn't harder but it was that – you kept adding that 500 meters and being like, yeah. oh, Jesus.
0: Yeah. 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 You just keep stretching that. Yeah. And, yeah.
1: And it is – it's a stretch, but it, you know, it's a good stretch. It's a doable stretch.
0: And I – from personal experience, I think that the uh, – I reckon until you get to, like, half marathon territory mm. – it still can be quite a physical challenge. I think once you start to get past that into marathon territory, look, it's still physical, but you start to enter more mental.
1: Yeah, I would imagine. And
0: you know that your body can kind of do the thing, Yeah. but there's other things, or there's a whole lot other things that start to fail or fall apart, that energy sense. systems and stuff. But that five to 10, I, yeah, it's not like it's magically heaps easier now you've got to the five. Yeah. It's still...
1: Disappointingly.
0: Yeah, no, but... <laughs> Hopefully, by the time you've reached the five k point, you've got a little. You can look backwards and you can yeah. go, "Oh wow, I've made it to this point." Yeah, and you start to build a few little tools, which I think is actually a huge part of running. Right,
1: it's such a it's such a useful thing to reflect on. Yeah. Is that I've done that? Yeah,
0: and know okay, look, I've got this far, and that was a huge effort. And actually, back to that pyramid analogy, each layer or each kilometer or whatever it is is mm. going to as you're starting to build towards it, it's probably going to get a little bit easier yeah. or a little bit more, you know, relatively easier. And that's probably the the more important thing to know yeah. about running. Everything is relative in running. Totally. And it things will get relatively easier. Yeah. yeah. So, the, yeah, 5 to 10K, 5 to 15K, they're going to be massive leaps and there's still going to be a lot of you're going to be finding new physical things. You're, you know, you if you're getting up to 15 Ks or 10 Ks, suddenly things are going to start to get tight that aren't at five Ks. Mm, yeah. And you might be feeling, you might start to get into some anaerobic depletion, which you haven't had before. And there'll be new experiences. That'll be a little bit. For
1: yeah. You. Yeah. And I think it, that's a really good point too. It, don't be alarmed. No, they, they're not going to feel like the same runs.
0: No, they won't. They won't. And how fast you run them is is also going to matter a lot. So, there's if if it was me, you know, if I was trying to make that leap from a five to a ten k, it might be really valu- valuable to actually pull back a little bit on speed. Mm. Some of that because yeah. you, you might go, okay, now I can run my five k. What do like, you know? What's your running pace? Um, for a 5K?
1: my. Oh look, I sit between six and a half and seven minute K's. Cool.
0: So you might go okay if I'm trying to make it from my, to my from my seven to ten. Like I'm going to sit on that seven minute. Yeah. You know. Instead, I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna be a little bit conservative Whoa. with my effort and yeah. just chill a bit more. Feel good about getting to the end because. I've learned this lesson really, really hard. One half marathon I did like sometimes the, the 10 seconds a kilometer you're running faster makes zip all difference to anything, but like time and time wise in your um, race, but can make an incredible Mm. amount of difference on how you're feeling. Yeah. Yeah. And the matter of, 5 to 10 seconds per K, it, does, it sounds stupidly small, but it can make such a big it, difference. It does make
1: a big difference. And look, I'll be honest, it was a point of pride for me to, or, you know, I had to swallow my pride mm-hmm. to slow that down to get to that 7K and yeah. not stop. But I'm pretty proud of not stopping, mm. even though that was a lot slower. And th- the speed will come, right?
0: That... That brings me on to like one of my (laughs) favourite topics, which is runners' pride, and I think it's I think running, you know, to sound really like, Mm -hmm. it can be a really great analogy for life sometimes. There's different points of it, and runners' (laughs) pride is is something that I I like to think I've generally been able to like become aware of. But yeah, that that feeling that people um, throw onto running. First of all, they think that they shouldn't stop, which is a dumb idea <laughs> it you is dumb 100% stop when you're running there's no bonus points for continually running um, when I tell people that you know I've done 100k ultra marathons like how do you run for that long it's like well you do realise I might stop and go in the toilet having a sit down at some point eating a meal maybe having a massage then I get back and go running like you, you could just you know unless you're absolute elite 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 elite, yeah. elite you know you need to do other things during that time um but you can wind that all the way back to your 5K. You don't need to be running the whole yeah, thing, even absolutely. when you're starting to get up to, you know, if you're going in an event or something. Um, and also knowing that everyone's got their own thing happening. Mm. So if you're out there and you like, oh, people are going to think whatever of me if I stop or if I'm not going so fast, you just, like you've got to kind of work your way through that. And, yeah. Um, it, it helps sometimes when you get into different types of training, particularly interval training, where you have to force a, like you. The part of the training is to stop.
1: Yeah, that's right. And you can kind yeah. of go,
0: oh, well, this is just part of my training, and
1: yeah, you know. and that's not unreasonable at all. Whether you yeah. are calling it interval training or not, it basically
0: I'm just saying you need in running you have to not compare yourself to others. Yeah, which is a bigger metaphor for life.
1: Yeah, or yeah. Or the
0: thing we should aim to probably not do.
1: Yeah, yeah. But you know, an important point. Yes. Truly. Yeah. It is. Yeah.
0: yeah, everyone's on their own journey. You, don't, you know, you don't know what other people have come from or where they're going to or injuries they've got or mm. just as they don't know what's happening with you. So you've just got to like run your own race.
1: Yeah, and you know how tired you are when you're running? Yeah. They're tired too.
0: Exactly. Yeah. I ran uh, a 10K one time. It was my fastest ever. I've, I've never probably been able to touch it. And this guy the whole time, uh, he w- uh the last three or four Ks, he was so close behind me and he was just holding on to me. And I was just, I was in a real mood and I was like, I'm just going to beat this guy. <laughs> and he came up to me at the end and he said something like, uh, he's like, I just couldn't, I- the whole time I was like, he's just going to take me at the end. And I don't think he did. And eventually he he said to me, yeah, like I was just trying so hard. You just, you weren't relenting and you weren't letting go. Whereas I was thinking the opposite of this yeah. guy just won't go away. And he's just, to me, he's like, oh, this guy in front of me just won't give up. Yeah. So it's, it's
1: truly, there's so much brain time yeah. in it. Yeah. Yeah.
0: There really is. Um, I'll wrap that. Little bit up. So, as you do start to progress, I think the important thing to know is that your needs for post care mm, yes. and recovery increase. Yeah. Um, you can't be doing the same recovery plan at three Ks as you are doing at half marathon.
1: Yeah, hopefully not. No. That would be not good. No.
0: So, you need more love and attention for your body. You need to be doing more things. You need to be, when you're starting to hit those higher kilometer events and, and distances, you actually do need to start thinking about hydration plans and fueling plans. Uh, and other requirements as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I think if you start to get up to that higher, you know, if you're starting to get to half marathons, you'll likely you'll get into a weird world where you will get overconfident, and then an event will kick you on your butt yeah, and
1: then
0: you'll learn a whole bunch of other fun things of going, Oh, that was dumb for me to do that. But you know, they're all personal learnings as long as you're not injuring yourself. Again, that's fine. just
1: as in life,
0: just as in life, <laughs> um, you'll, yeah, you'll, you'll learn a whole bunch of things about yourself. So it's kind of, you know, really fun, but I think, yeah, everything is relative. You just need to keep building through that. Um, yeah. One last thing to talk about was support groups. And I think this is really important that you don't have to do any of this alone.
1: Yeah. Um,
0: It can be when, what was our recent episode on we talked about,
1: is it bad that I don't remember?
0: It was, we talked about two as a group and I can't remember.
1: Yeah. What did we do that in? It was around
0: accountability. I can't remember. Look, it could just be you and a buddy. Erin and I could go running. Absolutely. That's a support group. My good friend Fiona, we've been a support group of each other for probably eight years now. We just go running socially just to get out of the house. Yeah. We both just meet up on a Sunday. It's been a while. But we'll get back there. Um, You could find a community running group. You could find a running coach. Any of these things. There's heaps uh, of specialty running shops open now, which I think a lot of them are fantastic. Most of them have a... Uh, a running group associated with them i know there's a couple here in brisbane um, for both road and trail they've got some shops attached attached to them if you need some running gear as well and that can be a good place to to get started i know when the trail clubs i used to run Mm -hmm. run with as well they were great and catered for everyone so
1: yeah and i think that's an important point too right just because it's a group of people who are into this thing does not mean that
0: they're all elite or anything like that no in
1: fact most of them will not be and they're just looking for a bit of social along with their bit of exercise
0: exactly and that can be really useful as well if you are looking to eventually get into competing yeah or uh, yeah Yeah. into racing where you can go to an event and um there's tents there or something like that Mm -hmm. um actually I guess we haven't even talked about park run no and that's a pretty have you done park run yeah I have yeah yeah,
1: and it's so chill
0: I've actually never done a park run
1: I've only done a couple um And they're, they are, they're just really, they, you know, um, the local group sets out their 5k course and they've got people, literally they've got people along the way cheering you on and Mm. helping out and directing and it's pretty casual. They get everyone together at the start and say, you know, here's, here's the deal. Be safe. Here's where you're going. Enjoy. Mm. Off you go. Well, it
0: ticks all those boxes for accountability and just having a thing to show up to as well. You can get in there regularly. So that might form your third thing of the day, thing of the week rather. Yeah, absolutely. Um, You can definitely build that into your routine as well. We're going to wrap up this episode now. Have you got anything else to add before we
1: wrap up? No, certainly. You've done a great job. Okay. that sounded very condescending i did not mean it to did be a Great <laughs> i
0: hope i didn't rush through too much of that but we just i uh, get very distracted very easily if you hadn't noticed key takeaways and look we didn't really dive into any specifics around prescribing. you know how, when and how far or any of the, this and kind of thing i don't think it matters that much no because it does like you
1: said it's all relative
0: yeah probably yeah. the one last thing i want to say about that it, about finding that is think more about time to begin with rather than distance yeah don't go i want to go run three k's go i want to go for 15 minutes yeah and let time dictate how far you go that's very smart that's probably a better way to yeah don't think in kilometers or miles um think in (laughs) think in time as opposed to that so starting slowly and don't just go out there and run for it yeah you're not going to set yourself up very well don't be out there too running but Sorry, don't be out there running too often. You don't want to be out there every day. Um, but make sure it's enough that you're making an impact on your body. So that two to three, maybe four times a week at maximum. Um, what you're doing when you aren't running is really important as well, right?
1: Yeah, absolutely. In fact, it's what keeps you running. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Without that, you're just going to end up a little crippled mass like me. I don't think I ever saw you with my my kneecap was bunged. I don't think so. No. My, no. My, I got your hip. Yeah. Yeah. No, my quad was that type. I was standing in a shopping center contemplating how I was going to get back to my car because my knee was basically just locked in place, straightened. Oh, Dave. Yeah. It wasn't very fun. No. <laughs> <laughs> friends help. Uh, whether that's someone you know or we'll make some new friends in a running group or a community. Anything to avoid... It's like overtraining. Yeah,
1: Don't just, yeah, just don't go too hard, too fast.
0: Don't go too hard, too fast
1: and Mm. have fun. Yeah, it is fun.
0: It really is. And I think
1: once you get used to what you're doing, because there is a bit of a shock to the system that, that starts. But as much as I'm not, I'm not a natural runner by any stretch of the imagination. I have a little nugget body. Um, I enjoy it. I do.
0: Give it three weeks. Give it that two weeks to suck. And hopefully by week three, wherever you are, like, wherever you are at distance-wise or time-wise, hopefully you're starting to feel a little bit of that. Oh, that feels fun.
1: Yeah, that and wasn't horrible. It wasn't horrible. And at the end, you feel so bloody good. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely.
0: Well, thank you so much for joining us today on the show. Um, remember, if you'd like to stay healthy the Common Sense way, like, follow, and subscribe to the show wherever it is you find your podcasts. You can send us questions, comments, and special dietary requirements via email to our inbox at mail at com. Until next time, my name is Dave.
1: And I'm Aaron. Bye-bye. Bye.